we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Donnie. What's goody? Happy hump day. Thank My God we made it. How y'all doing? Doing good. How are you? Pretty I'm doing good. good. Just enjoying my day off, living life. Nothing wrong with that. That's um, for you guys who don't know, or for you people who don't know, um, this is Donnie from You Ain't Ish for watching. Um, Donnie, tell us a little bit about your channel. Mm -hmm. Man, my channel is defunct at this point. I've been doing other things. Um, you know, I usually do content and have conversation, uh, like barbershop. I, I, the way I phrase it is, you, you know, had a couple of drinks and you sitting at the domino table at your family house. That's that's the way I like to have the conversations going. But I haven't been up and active in a minute, so um, <laughs> and I don't plan to be. Why you really had some uh, good stuff? Um, you know, I've I've um been diversifying my portfolio of life I, you know, i've just been active doing some other shit uh so you know that kind of takes a back seat um i'm doing some 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 schooling um i've been playing with crypto um i got a badass little two-year-old who's a handful mm -hmm. and is a little too smart for his age i think that nigga's been here before um <laughs> but yeah i've just been busy uh girl y'all i have to tell y'all about solomon x honey uh-oh, lower. Um, it sounds like, though, Donnie has his hands in several pots, so I can understand that. But I I'm sorry, am I, correct me if I'm wrong, are, you're um, a habitual line stepper as well, correct? That I am. I am a habitual okay. line stepper with, with Danny so. here. <laughs> yes, 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 I yes. So. I just wanted yes. to make that connection. So y'all know uh how <laughs> triggering roger is baby donnie is on par <laughs> trust and believe me so for any of i can't breathe i'm an angel i'm an angel listen, i don't 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 Don, me too that's what i be oh, saying God. like what you what she be tripping listen, about donnie this ain't my first rodeo with you like, ma'am ma listen, ma listen I, I i just got through praying before i came on this <laughs> i had communion with myself yeah, okay. Wait, you ate some some little bread and some little cracker, you know. Little, <laughs> Listen, you little cracker. You probably drank the whole bottle, bottle of wine. <laughs> Are you supposed to do it with wine? I, I was drinking 151 rum. All right, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, Concrete, did you take a shot before the show? I did not take a shot before the show. I probably needed it, but um, we're we going to go ahead and roll, roll the beautiful bean footage without um, taking any shots. That goes for you, too, because last show you was acting the heck up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Donnie, that means she's going to be yeah. a little uptight, so bear, you know, keep that in mind. Ma'am, ma'am, if I'm the guest today, you got to go ahead and take one. Just go ahead and take I'm one. Take, I'm just I'm saying. Gonna need, you going to need it. I'm going to take a shot of water over here to my left. But, She's so uh, whack, yo. Listen, the way Danny showed her guy, gotcha. last show with Tang, we don't need, both of us need to be sober. Both of us need to be sober because you acted the heck up. But anyway. Every now and then, Concrete, every now and then, it keeps me honest. You know what I'm saying? It does. It does. Keeps me honest. But Donnie, you know, um, the title of this show is Sex Tourism lies and video oh not video uh dick policing and you know we had started talking one day about your travels to thailand 
in Cambodia and I was like wait a minute I don't even want to talk to you no more we need to do an interview about this because it was so juicy but it was some of the stuff that you and I concrete have highlighted before that um guys every time you and I talk about it and if we have anything negative to say oh you don't know anything you're black you're ugly and you're not you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You ain't lying. <laughs> Literally. Girl, they get hot. But I'm here. Thank God I'm here. Listen. <laughs> that part. They can say what they want to. So but, uh. <laughs> so Listen. I cannot. I, I, I can't either. But anyway, so go ahead, Danny. Um, Danny, I was going to ask you. Okay. Um, how often have you traveled out of the country and did you spend a significant amount of time when you did travel? Yeah. So, um, I consistently go out of town, out of the country. Um, when I, so I've been traveling since probably 19. Um, I spent time in South America. I've been to Panama, Costa Rica, uh, Colombia, uh, I've been to Dominican Republic, uh, Jamaica. I've been all over Europe, uh, uh, Southeast, mo- the majority of Southeast Asia. I, uh, uh, I've been, uh, spent a lot of time in Thailand and, and, and more time in Cambodia. Um, so I've been all over the place. Okay. So very experienced traveler. Um, I'm glad that you get prefaced, uh, you know, any um, information with that. And that was a great question to ask Danny, because you already know people in this space like to look for ways to poke holes. So if you say, I've been out of the country once to, you know, um, I don't know, Cambodia, they might say, oh, well, that's just in Cambodia or, you know, oh, it doesn't happen like that everywhere. But I'm glad that you were able to highlight that you are an experienced world traveler. Um, I guess we can jump right on in. Do you have any more um, questions to kind of set the stage, Danny, before I dive right in with my questions? Because, you know, I'm diving in. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> She's about to die. Okay. <laughs> I'm on one. I promise I am. Okay. So you've traveled to these countries. What was your experience like in most of the countries? And if you could highlight um, your positive experiences there. So as I told you before, I went during my 20s. I went, I did a lot of partying. Um, my first international trip was to Panama. I, um, I, I grew up with two friends that were uh, uh, illegal aliens. One of them got deported. He was a Dominican that was born in Panama. So he had Panamanian citizenship. And when he got deported, my first trip abroad was to go visit him. Um, we parted. We parted like it was no tomorrow. And I carried on doing that through to if I can party oh you're borging out a little bit okay you sound clear oh, now no. but you're borging out a little bit okay yeah but yeah no my, my, my experience was partying it, it was going to see the sights uh take in the uh the culture and and party so a lot of times when I went to places I did less of the, the touristy stuff and I hung out with uh the locals and and kind of hung out with the expats and saw what they had to see so I've spent a lot of time 
um, in Southeast Asia, I actually ended up working in Cambodia uh, at a, in Sanukville at, at a bar called the Dolphin Shack. So I've spent a lot of time oh, okay. playing and partying. Well, let me ask you this. Um, there is a notion in this space um, that seems to be shared with men even outside of the space, because I have heard men that are not affiliated with the manosphere kind of reiterate some of these same points that women, uh, that these foreign women, especially from many of the countries that you've named, uh, have tend to be more feminine and are more attractive. Based on your travels, would you say that that is a true statement? And if so, would you care to elaborate? Yes and no. So it depends on the country you're going to. You're going to have, and 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 in my opinion, because that I mean that's ultimately what it boils down to. Because attractive attractiveness is typically uh, in the eye of the beholder. But uh, for black people, I think South America, uh, the Caribbean is going to have more attractive women uh, than Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia has some some very attractive women, um, but they just not built the same. So there's going to be a different dynamic there um, in terms of femininity. Uh, yeah, yeah, women are more feminine, um, but a lot of the countries from what I've seen, because like we talked about this, what, Wednesday, Danny, I went through all the, the mm -hmm. passport bro type channels that I could go through. And a lot of the, the countries that these dudes are talking about, the femininity aspect, uh, they're basically big ass strip clubs. Like I never hear a dude going to the, talk about how they go into the strip club and the women just weren't feminine. They were grabbing on them, making them feel good because mm -hmm. they were looking for tips. So when you go to Southeast Asia, those women are all looking for tips or, or, and, and granted they, they are, um, a bit more feminine in certain aspects, but a lot of these women are looking for something. So they're going to be a little bit more feminine because it's customer service aspect of the game that's like saying mm. oh the women at the strip club are nicer than women who i see at the mall like <laughs> I mean, okay, that's, that's on, what it is you know, make it make sense it, but, that, that's um, what it is okay. every time i hear dudes talking about these different countries all i hear is oh yeah i'm going to strokers oh yeah i'm going to, to jackson's on 35th <laughs> like that that's what it is that part so Okay, with the women and working in that industry, do they tend to make a lot of money? And also, do you see feminism invading their countries like it's invaded America? So, um, if we stick to like really third world countries, hell no, because uh, you can't make money talking about, you know, uh, <laughs> patriarchy XYZ. Motherfuckers gonna get up and leave you. Uh, if you go to like European countries, yeah, that's there and they have their ideologies, but I, it's got nothing to do with me. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick up and move on. Um, but typically in, in these third world countries, I, I guess it's a lot of money because it's a third world country, but I mean, in America, no, but if you go to a third world country, you'll see women wearing nice dresses, nice clothes. They have all like the, the, uh, the accoutrement that you kind of see. Uh, like cell phones, et cetera, uh, because they're getting whole money. Right. I want. I don't know if you heard um, of an article that was written years ago in Essence and like the no. whole uh, blame it on Rio. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but there is there was a notion and it was written about, oh, I don't know, 10 or more years ago. Um, about uh, black men, African-American men and sex tourism. And essentially the crux of the article was that black men are going to these countries essentially 
preying on these, you know, desperate women. So that was kind of the, the, the angle that the article was written from, that Black men are going to these countries and they are paying these women who are just simply trying to feed their families. Like they're literally going there in droves and having their way with these women. Um, and I wanted to know your thoughts. Like, do you believe that and or do you see, especially since you uh, congregate with expats when you go to some of these countries, do you see black men traveling to these places to quote unquote prey on local women and pay them a few shekels to get their, um, you know, get their, their thing on? I, I resent the entirety of that entire statement there that question that i i don't even like the way that shit sounds well like, ed gordon was the one who uh wrote the article so or uh was the one who um started the sh did the show so you got to take it up with him yeah i don't, I don't like I, yeah i don't like the way that shit sounds at all so for, first and foremost these women are out there because they because they could be working in and i don't know a sweatshop i don't i don't know what the fuck they could be doing they could be doing something they don't have to go out there and sell coochie um, so I don't, I don't mm -hmm. like the aspect that, uh, that that black men are out there being depraved. Like, it, it, no, I don't like that shit all. Uh, so dudes do go out there. Women do come up to them. And, you know, they, they may ask for a couple of whole dollars and some dudes will pay it. Um, I don't think that, you know, some dude is just looming over them in a dark alley saying, I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> And that's not the that's not the uh, image that was pushed, but it was it does, you know, um, highlight a belief that black men are going there and essentially, you know, um, taking advantage of these women. Now, to be completely honest with you, I mean, I think that it's an interesting concept. And this was 10 years ago, as we all know, like travel has become the new like black card. So for black people, we're seeing far more black people traveling than we saw 10 years ago. So if it was happening at a high rate, then uh oh, he dropped off. Oh, there we go. If it was happening at a high rate, then I can imagine what they're seeing as it relates to sex tourism today. But um, I don't believe that black men are traveling there and having their traveling to any country and having their way with women any more than any other group of men, to be completely honest. No. Uh -oh. OK, go ahead, Donnie. I'm sorry. Yeah. So ultimately, um, you know, people people go for sex tourism all the time. Um, that's just, you know, that's just the reality of it. These women are inviting them to come down there. They're, they're making it known they have sex. So it's a part of their economy. If they want to do that, then, you know, that's their choice. Um, I, I, I've never heard of, well, I, I wouldn't say heard of, I, I've never seen, um, you know, people just being out there held hostage and, and being smashed. But, you know, I, uh, I could be wrong, but I, I've never seen that. A lot of these women are inviting you walk down the street and depending on where you are, they will try and grab you and pull you into their bar, into the little massage parlor or, or they, they attach themselves to you. Um, so it, it's there. And I don't think that, that you know, I, I do. First off, it, it's it's obvious when you read the article that it's re written with a very feminist agenda because the women are being painted as these victims. And like you said, mm -hmm. they're literally putting what they have to offer on display. So I, I absolutely understand that. And, you know, I, I understand the angle in which this article was written as well. Um, literally, they talk about like things within the country that black men that has no bearing on black men visiting there, how how you can find Viagra in almost every store you go there, how high the Viagra sales are and like certain things that are 
you know, that black men don't control. They talk about things directly related to the economy. In essence, that a lot of these countries create an economy that thrives off of the quote unquote sex tourism that black men are being accused of engaging in. Yeah. And if you, if you want to talk about black men, you know, they, they, black men are kind of really relatively new to going out there and, you know, mm-hmm. traveling like this. White men have been doing this shit forever, forever. Right. Um, shout out to Marquise 912. He says American women are trying to keep men simping for them in America by shaming men not to leave and find a better deal overseas. Listen, That's what you're doing. Donnie, what I did want to ask you, okay, as far as interacting with bar girls versus like regular women, um, how often were you able to um, have conversations with regular women in um, date and go out and stuff like that? All day, every day. So I wasn't dating. I, I was I was knocking them down. So <laughs> let's, let's be clear about that. Dating went out the window when you travel overseas. Um, it was typically a uh, long live the habitual line step is Kev. Long um, live. <laughs> uh, yeah. When, when, so when you go out, you you'll meet random and like i said i went for partying so like um let's say if you're in chiang mai chiang mai has zoe and yellow so at night you go to zoe and yellow and it is a big huge party scene you're going to meet tons of women uh, from all over the place and it typically is a you know you, you have a couple of uh dances you talk you chop it up i get a drink you get a drink um the night's coming to an end what you doing come back with me and it's a wrap um as far as the bar girls if you walk down any of like the major strips where the bar girls are at, they're harassing you 24 seven. So of course you're going to see more bar girls trying to harass you and try to get you to come in. Um, So the girls are really aggressive, especially in comparison to women over here in America. Man, them girls are out. I mean, you got to think of it. It's a commission job. (laughs) (laughs) So it's permissible. Like there's no one, policing them quote unquote and kind of like stopping them from <laughs> soliciting women are women all over the world so women can get away with shit in in other countries places states cities that men can't get away with right so uh you know if if a man is walking around here with his ass out motherfuckers gonna say something to him if a woman's walking around with her ass out people are just looking in awe uh so that's just what it is so women are coming up to you and grabbing you uh, uh, you know, they, they're trying to pull you into their establishment. That's just what it is. Wow. So what country would you say that you saw the most black men in? <laughs> Are we talking about Asia or just in general? Um, you can go with Asia or in, in also in general. Um, so the most black men I've seen uh, was in Thailand in terms of Asia. Uh, I've met more than a few black men, people are expats in Chiang Mai and uh, Thaia. Uh, as far as traveling abroad, I would say it's a toss up between Dominican Republic and Brazil. Mm-hmm. The Brazil was like the, the, the focus of that article, but I did want to ask you something. So I remember a time, and I think we're all in uh, around the same age group, but I remember a time when I was younger, when like tricking was very taboo. And, I, you know, like literally 
you was roasted, you know, you were called out if you were quote unquote tricking. So I want to know, like in these um, places that you've traveled to, um, like seeing a nut, like, is it something that's acceptable? Like, outs- because we're kind of outside of our, 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 you know, natural habitat. Um, is it something that's acceptable seeing black men and seeing <laughs> brothers, you know, doing <laughs> Tricking is a sport. <laughs> it's not a sport I engage in. And if you choose to do that, more power to you. But it's, it, it is a sport in these other countries. <laughs> and it's almost comedic at a certain level. Uh, it, like these dudes are, it's like an Olympic athlete level sport. Like, wow. Motherfuckers be leading with their wallet. It's so fucking funny to see Damn. this shit. Times have oh, changed, baby. Listen. Old as heck, because, uh, baby, like, they have songs of the roasting people about tricking. You know what I was getting ready to ask about game, the game aspect of it. You know, um, guys uh, rely on game here. Um, and you'll hear a lot of guys say that I would never pay for it. Like, it's free. Um right. How often were you able to come across guys that didn't necessarily have to pay for it and um, the women just gave it to them? Uh, So uh, let's think. If we're talking about Asia, um, it happens. Like I've knocked down a couple of like the locals. Um, For the most part, I stay away from the locals, but I've knocked down a couple of locals. It's it's happened. Why do you stay away from the local? I'm not up for the games. This is this is their country. So when you get to to a country like that where people can be bribed and all kind of games can be played, um, that's what it is. So like like I said, my first interaction with Southeast Asia was when I was working at a bar in Cambodia, and everybody in the bar was like. Because, you know, I'm I'm the only black man in Sanookville. Uh, everybody knows me. Everybody. Like, I, I would get in a tuk-tuk and go somewhere, and they'd be like, I know you, Black Mountain. Um, so they were like, just stay away from the locals. And all these women were trying to hit on me on a consistent basis. They were trying to pull me away. Some of them was for free and everything else, but everybody was telling me to stay away from the locals. So I kind of always more adhere to that later on down the line. Like, like I said, I've knocked down a couple, but I, I stayed away from because... I've seen some of the games that they play um, and I never wanted to be a part of that. Let's get off into that. Um, Baby, let's let me talk. piggyback on your question real quick before. Okay, you go, I'm sorry. Real quick. Oh, no, you go, uh, um, I want you to go ahead, but I just wanted to ask this really quick because it's in relation to what you just said. Um, even with the, like, with the locals or the women who, you know, aren't quote unquote charging, like if they're not charging up front, don't they do you believe that they still may see like an American man as a meal ticket? Like, yeah, I might not be requiring you to pay me $40, but there's going to be a payoff at the end of this. Just curious. So for me, I feel like I'm an, I'm an exceptional nigga. So I'm always going to get it for free, but no, no. uh, In, in in reality, uh, I've seen it to where chicks will um, like, even dudes will pay dudes will pay and they'll spend the night with a chick and then she'll spend the next day with them or maybe two days with them trying to get more from them. Um, and then it'll go south if she doesn't go her, if it doesn't go, she doesn't go her way. Basically. Um, I I've seen chicks go to the bar and they may buy you a drink cause it's a way to lure you in. And then at the end they try to hit you with some other little, uh, bullshit on the side. Like, Oh no, you pay me. I spend time with you. Uh, so I I've seen a lot of slick shit going on. Um, and like I said, I, I, I've never wanted to do it. But yeah, no, I, I think, you know, there's some con oh, on this. Okay, can you hear me now? There you go. 
is you know the the, the definition of an of a con artist is a confidence man a confidence woman right they they do something in order to gain your trust in order to scam you later uh so i i've dealt with women and i've seen them try to go a different direction my thing is is i try to politely back away and get up out of the situation without taking a loss um can you outline some of the stories you ha- you've heard about men um especially american men being taken advantage of with dealing with these women so in terms of american men you don't really see a lot of american men that far deep uh as, as far as where i was at uh you do see some brits you'll see some um some other countries that speak um english or, or close enough to it um i i remember being in thailand at a thai camp and there was a buddy named georgie right and uh oh concrete dropped dropped off huh she'll be uh, back but yeah i had a buddy named georgie georgie um he liked the girl he met her I, I, I guess she was a, she was a bar girl and uh he ended up paying her bar fee in order to keep her out of the bars at night so she comes for the night with him okay and for you uh fellas that don't know um if you go to a bar they'll have these bar girls and these bar girls are allowed to leave the bar with you but you actually have to pay like a mama son and you'll have to pay a fee for um basically like pay for her time off go ahead i'm sorry right so um, you know, he went, he was trying to, he's basically trying to save a hoe. He was he was trying to keep her out and keep him to himself. And you know, he was on a mission to make her his girl. So he was paying her bar fee and keeping her out at night because um, she was under the contract. I'm not quite sure what she told him, but he was paying a bar fee. And because where we uh, were staying at was kind of far away, he was also paying for a scooter for her. And then he was chipping in on other little things here and there. And he ended up getting cut off from his uh, his father. So he didn't have any money coming in for the excess. And uh, come to find out, she had other dudes she was dating. And she was just gaming him for money on a consistent basis, not having to stay at the bar. Yeah. Um, there, I told you um, when we were talking about it, there was this channel that um, I'd watched. And, you know, they was uh, talking about like, the guys paying bar fees and taking the girls and um, going on holiday with them. But, you know, the, the guys would actually try to continue this relationship um, even when they went back home and even to a point of wanting to fly the girls there, um, you know, to where they lived at. And, you know, the girls would be dealing with multiple men at multiple times and then they'd have all these different excuses. Oh, my phone isn't working. Um, I lost my cell phone. I was at Temple. Um, did you ever? Ex- <laughs> I've I, I heard, uh, you know, and I was so fascinated by it because, you know, I, I would say that a lot of American men, especially within this space, um, don't really outline a lot of negativity about those countries. And that's why I wanted you to outline some of the positives, because, um, well, you know, I'll ask you this. Do you know um, a lot of guys who had successful relationships with women in those countries? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Wow. Not, that's not to say that. So do happen. they see black men or American men as a mark? Like they see everybody as a mark that like that's what you mm-hmm. fail to understand like you're not from their country you're coming in with a whole bunch of money everybody is a mark their their job is to get money and get out of poverty so you have to understand that going in these women are not for you they're for everybody they're for the streets that's that's just mm-hmm. what it is right 
So uh, I, and it just occurred to me. So I, my buddy uh, Castro. So Anthony Castro, you know, Ant, um, he's actually. Got yeah, he, he's got a channel on here now. And I yep. was um, I tried to subscribe to it, but I couldn't go to it from my Facebook. It was so weird. I'm going to um, try to look if you could send me the link to his channel, because I wish I could have had him on um, so he can talk about it, too. Um, you know what? I can work on that. But um, Castro's World, that's the name of his channel. He just was out there. So I, I convinced him to move out to Asia um, and he had to come back for a wedding, but he'll be back there shortly. Um, but it's funny because one of the, the now that you think now that I think about it, he was dating a chick and he was um, he was knocking her down. But she was trying to go for the long game with him. Uh, what I mean <laughs> by the long game was um, she figured out that he you know, he was he had some money. He was he was doing good. He was working. She tried to hit him with a pregnancy scare. And he calls me and he goes, oh, so they don't just do that in the hood. huh?" Uh, oh no, they do that. The yeah, they really do that out there. They don't be playing no games. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so he he she hit him with the pregnancy scare, and uh, he was like, "Son, I don't know." I was like, "Well, you got two options. You can dash, or you can stay and play the daddy." Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, ultimately, I said, "You know, how long has it been?" And he said, "Some stupid number, like like a week." Nigga, what? Um, and luckily, my wife was here. Um. And she was like, it could happen, but really, you know, a week, that's, you know, you pushed it. So, uh, you know, my advice to him was to go get a, what'd you say? I said, ain't no telling who baby that was, if there was one. So I was like, my advice to him was to go, you know, go to the little pharmacy, get you a pregnancy test and uh, then take it and make her take the pregnancy test in front of you. So there's no game. She can't come back with somebody else's speed. It's in front of you. Uh, she took the test. It was a negative. Get up out of there. Um, and you know, he failed to do so. He went back a day later, uh, (laughs) but even though he went back a day later, he went over in the morning and he, uh, I guess he was taking his shoes off to sit on the bed, do something. And when he was looking over at her pillow, it was a condom on the pillow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Super wow. Wow. So the the interesting thing is a lot of the men in the comments seem to feel like this is just highlighting that all women are the same. The thing about that is y'all don't realize that all women are the same. We are highlighting that all women are the same. You guys want to pedestalize everyone above black women and try to act like you have this golden ticket because you're sleeping with women outside of the black community. But I'm telling you to keep your head on a swivel no matter who you messing with. And the thing is, it's not like Donnie isn't well traveled. Um, he can tell you about the experiences that he's seen. Um, and we've also asked him about positive things that he's seen. So it, I'm, I'm not trying to paint him in a corner to only offer you guys a negative view of these other countries. But we want, wanted him to give you an overall view of what's going on, how it is how they view um foreigners and you know is it possible is it really probable for you to be able to go over there and find real love especially if you're dealing around in those tourist areas and it is what it is um how was the single mother rate in the countries that you visited Uh Mm. it popped out 
Um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know if he has actual, if he knows about the actual data, but uh, I would really like to hear his take on that because that's, like I said, that's what we're highlighting. We know we're not saying, oh, choose a black American woman because a black American woman is a, is a better choice. We're saying, you know, the grass ain't always greener and be careful no matter, you know, who you decide to date, especially going to these countries where someone has the advantage and a lot of these women like this is a profession for them um but i'm sorry danny or donnie did you hear danny's question no i didn't i didn't hear i went i went to go send and a message to try to get them on go ahead okay i was asking about the single mother rate um did you run into a lot of single mothers uh you you never know it unless a chick tells you in in thailand um you wouldn't know it in cambodia either um, you can kind of look for the, the stretch marks and shit, but uh, you, you would never know it. Um, and in Panama, because um, that—that's—that's that's the place that blew my mind. In Panama, it was some some of the finest women I had ever seen in my life pushing strollers, <laughs> and, and it was on a consistent basis. I was like, God damn! So you know, there's a lot of single mothers all over the place. I, I would never say that you know it's just a small finite number now there's single mothers all over the place if you're smart you got some game about yourself you wouldn't end up in that position but you know yeah, people fall victim to that shout out to trey the mbd um uh, <laughs> go ahead concrete so i just wanted to ask really quickly um uh, so it being, I know that you said that in your experience you do believe that the women are you know more feminine um I want to know if there is a um, if there is like a motive, is it do you believe that it's true femininity and submission being that these women may see dollar signs, especially in these places where the sex tourism is high and it is essentially what is keeping the economy afloat? Like, how do you know that this is these women being genuine and being true to who they are or if they're just showing you, you know, what they want you to see because they think you have something that they want? Um, so Southeast Asia in particular, no, I think that's just part of the culture. I think there's extras on it when there's some money involved. Um, but I do think that is part of the culture. Um, I think that people kind of look away from the other aspects that come with that. Like when you marry a Thai woman, for example, and you know, this isn't in every case, but they expect dowries. They, um, and usually like, do you, what, would you know, an overall estimate of, a, of a dowry? No, I, I I don't even I can't even begin to tell you. I've heard numbers okay. here and there, but I I don't know what they equate to. Yeah, I think it varies. I watched a documentary on a Thai woman who married who uh, was marrying a man. Not he was from Europe somewhere, and like it was like some mules and it was some money also and like gifts. Like it was a bunch of stuff. Like it it was like cash, but also some um you know um, property too. Yeah, and you know some other countries like my wife is uh, my wife is British and and her family is um, Nigerian and Zambian. Um, you know her her family tried to get at like oh you know we have dowries in this family and I laughed at them and told them it's not happening. So you know there you know you don't have to always pay a dowry. You know it's kind of respectful to do that and not every family asks for that in you know every country. But you know it's it, apparently well, it's a common thing. Why would you be opposed to it if that is a tradition that her family practices and you know you believe that you're getting a good woman and like why and I and I understand for us oftentimes dowry like diamond rings are what what is exchanged as opposed to a dowry. But for you personally. 
personally, why would you be opposed to it if that's her family's tradition? Because I'm not doing that shit. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's her family's tradition. It's not mine. <laughs> so if they would have been like, okay, well, we ain't giving you our blessing, then you would have been asked out. Uh, no, I would have shot their daughter's club. I'm telling them what you're going to do about it. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Right. I'm so done. Okay, so when the guys come over in this space, you know, they'll sit over here and act like um, it's a big jealousy amongst American women, um, especially when these guys are able to travel, um, travel out. Uh, what do you feel about that? Do you think that we're like, it's just the jealous American women against these foreign women? Or is there actual um, room to be worried? Or, you know, to even advise them on some stuff? Is there a jealousy component? Yeah, I think, you know, okay. you, see, you see women getting up or men getting up and going to go get women from other countries. Why wouldn't you be jealous? Right. Um, it, it, you know, they're taking money out of your community. They're going to go spend it over here. They're, they're going to bring a woman over into the country. Like it, it's 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 one man that you cannot have. So I think there is a jealousy component to it. Um, what was the other question you asked? Um, I forget. But so have you ever ran into a lot of did you run into a lot of american women when you were um out there because you did say um about not dealing with the locals how was that experience and and not dealing with the locals or like american women like what do you yeah mean? like what was it like dealing with the american women was over there or or <laughs> other just, other types yeah. of women over there outside of the locals Oh, it's lovely because everywhere you go. So let me say this. It, it, the one thing I think about passport bros is when they tell you that you go to other countries, you are you're in higher demand because you're an oddity. You it, it's strange. Like the, people are blown away oh, that you're exotic over there. when you come to them and they're like, where are you from? Are you from New York? Are you from L.A.? Like they're they are tripped out by the fact that a black man is there. It, it is mind blowing to them. So you already have a leg up in that department. However, um, well, I mean, there's a lot. We'll get into that later. But yeah, it, 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 it's 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 mind blowing for for other people to see him. So when I went out there, I, like ninety percent of the time, I would clean up because I would run across um, shit. Nation, <laughs> I, I, the blonde hair, blue eyes from all of these Icelandic countries, mm -hmm. the Nordics, and and from Amsterdam, and they were not accustomed to see, well Amsterdam is, but like the Nordic countries, they're not accustomed to seeing black men. So it like it was automatic that I was winning. Um, but you know, I did I did things a little bit different from the average, um, I guess, passport bro. So like when I hear from dudes who are doing the passport bro thing, and y'all gonna get mad at me. They're usually out there tricking. Mm. Not them. You, you, <laughs> that's not tricking. Oh my goodness! I can't even lie. That's not surprising to me. But so, Donnie, you said something. Go ahead. No, finish your statement. Go ahead, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I don't want to take you off track. So this is something that you said a second ago. So I don't want to divert you. If you wanted to finish your sentence, I'll ask afterwards. Yeah. No. I. I like a lot of the passport bros. I see they're tricking. Like when I like so you know I spent the last week going through a lot of the passport bro channels. Um, there's some dudes who are out there doing it correctly, right? When they expatriate, when they move to these countries, like Zoom in Thailand. I actually had a conversation with him. Um, he moved there. He got a wife, uh, at least from my understanding, that's his wife. Um, and he's doing what he should be doing, right? He, he's He's got his life made. So if you're going to go leave the country, expatriate, 
then you're doing what you should be doing because you're going to find a wife that's going to get everything that you want, ever had, like any desire you want, she's going to fulfill it because you own all the deck of cards in that situation, right? Um, and then you have dudes who can't do that. You know, they work at a call center. So they'll go to Thailand and they'll go trick off a lot of whole dollars to uh, have what I call like the, the premium GFE, the premium girlfriend experience. Uh, and then they'll come back and act like, you know, they was having threesomes and all these women just loved them, but they was just leaving with their wallet the whole time. So then, you know, there's definitely a difference in the dynamic. Uh, you, know, you know, it's interesting because the men are saying in the chat are saying that American men trick off too because they have to buy a ring, they buy the house, they buy the cars. The difference is most American women are also working outside the home and more often than not, they have a vested interest. They have a financial stake in that marriage or their relationship as well. Often, typically, the man is not covering all the bills and she's not totally reliant on him. So she is also bringing some sort of financial um, compensation to the table as well. So I think that that is the difference. But I get it. I hear people say anybody who's married or in a relationship, you tricking, you simping and all the things. So yada, yada, yada. But Donnie, to you really quick. So you talked about, you made mention of um, like guys who go over and actually bring women back to the U.S. Now, I have heard men in this space say um, that they brought women back to the U.S. and that she flipped the switch, that she turned into something that she wasn't when he initially met her. That Girl. She, you know, started to take on a feminist mindset. Um, have you seen that? And if so, that goes back to my original or my earlier question where I talked about, are these women genuinely submissive and feminine or is it, you know, really just the environment that they're in doesn't allow them to be their authentic selves? No, I think culturally that's, that's it. like, so when I say culturally, right. Cause I see somebody say something crazy about culturally. That's the, that's the norm. That is what it is in their country. Women are supposed to do the things that they do there. Right. And here in America, you have the, the first, second, third wave feminism. And that that's wrecked a lot of shit. Uh, and I'll be the first to tell you that like that. That's just a crazy dynamic. When dudes shit, Eddie Murphy told you in the 80s, he's going to go get him a bush bitch. He's going to bring her here and then it's going to become what have you done for me, Eddie? <laughs> that's what ultimately ends up happening. And I've seen men bring women here and that happens and then they look stupid because this woman has had their baby and decided to go back to their country and abandon ship or the woman has divorced them and then took half of their money because she's now a citizen i've also seen it with 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 women where they bring dudes over yeah i don't know why y'all go get niggas from the caribbean like that's just that's just the win for y'all y'all better Stella. learn from all. <laughs> yeah, you better I mean, learn from selling that game. Women, just like African American women. Like, come on, we sisters. What you talking about? Mm, I don't know, but yeah, it is. So I've seen women take L's. I've seen men take L's. It's the funniest shit ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, to me, if you bring a woman that's foreign from, like, this is why I said Zoom in Thailand. That dude did a, uh, uh, a response to Willie D. Willie D. And in the response to Willie D, he basically, Willie D was like, he thinks the relationship's going to end. Blah, blah, blah. Once she gets over here, X, Y, Z. The dude responded and said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> Why would I do that? Do I look like Boo Boo the Fool? So he knew better. Other people should know better. And this this is one of the things that I have 
a problem with, with the passport bro conversation. They never tell you the negatives. They all they all all they do is prosperity preaching. They tell you the positives, mm. and they never tell you how to avoid the the trips and the That's falls. Because ultimately, yeah. like I said, passport the the passport bros, all that shit is is sex tourism. So if you, you want to get in, uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna bring about a point that Concrete was talking about. You know, like when the women come back over here, this is the thing. When you go over there, your money is worth a lot more over there than it is over here. Your money is your money here. But when you go over there, um, you're able to do a whole lot more. But then if you bring the women back, um, the women will you may be able to take them out of a worse situation than they were in, but you know they'll start to get get to look around be able to uh tour wherever you live at and get a broader view of different country you know of the of the place that you brought them to and they also know the difference between um luxurious and ghetto and so a lot of the times when the men do get them back over here um the men don't really have a lot of money um, as opposed to when they were able to go over to the country and trick off, you know, a lot of men will save up. You know, we all yeah, save up to go on vacation. Him in his everyday element, it's a different seeing someone on vacation. Like they're happy, they're stress free, they're not thinking about work. Like literally, you got to deal with the stresses of his his everyday. He had a bad day at work. You know, he uh, didn't get a promotion. He went out for. He pissed because he had to sit in traffic. You know, it's it, you you're you're getting period. That's like even when people hook up on vacation and. And they actually tried dating after that i've heard people say like they didn't truly enjoy who the person was they and i know uh, i know i have a friend that has a vacation bay like they literally only vacation together and get together on vacation because she doesn't like <laughs> who he is outside of that that used to be me <laughs> i had a whole bunch of vacation bangs listen i was, it was another time another time <laughs> Let me read these super chats real quick. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, babe. He says, I'm so effing dead. Cats really think he lying about this ish. We've been telling cats that it ain't all sweet when dealing with women from other places. But hey, what do we know? Hashtag long live. Long live, babe. And shout out to Marquise912. He says, I met a six foot Russian model who made great money. She spoke five languages and thought brothers were the most beautiful men on earth. She was highly intelligent, but never masculine, extremely feminine. <laughs> why she ain't want you though? Um, uh, thank why, you so why much. Why, 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 uh, you ain't marry, why you ain't marry Ursula? Listen, uh, not Ursula girl. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, listen. It's a, I'm, I'm a, this is what I told you. They're like them, them blonde hair, blue eyes. They love us. Russian women are are hit and miss because Russia is innately racist. But like them, like I. So I've been in fights with three different countries: Australia, India, and Russia. Uh, because they have different dynamics. They just they they're just super racist. They they say crazy shit. Like I sat with a dude in a bar, and he bought me two drinks, and then he was like, "What's your name, Jamal?" So, you know, that that ended up being in a fight, right? And I can go down the list, but like those three countries, they 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 feel a certain type of way about dark skinned people. Um, so you know, the women are gonna get a little bit of a runoff from that. But largely by and by, when you deal with women from these other countries, like I said, it is very easy to go in for the kill because you're new to them, they're very friendly. They, it, like it, it's a it's a breath of fresh air 
Like I felt like a victim of abuse dealing with white women from Germany and from <laughs> from from the Netherlands and shit like that. It, it like I I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. These women are more feminine. Um, but when you talk oh, about the European women are women when you travel abroad, women are largely more feminine. But when you when you're talking about like Asian women in Southeast Asia, these are third world countries. So they are feminine. But like I said, they put extras on the femininity because it's like walking into a strip club when you walk down the street. Mm. Right, right, right. No, they just feminine because they just feminine, child. You know, everybody just... feminine, more feminine than the black American woman. You know, when, when you leave it to black men, but you know, whatever. Um, Danny, did you have a question? And I, I'll, I'll go after you. I think I no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, I want to know, um. So we, we talk about, I know you highlighted like a guy that you know that you kind of encouraged to move to an Asian country. Um, now, this is not an Asian country. However, uh, less than a year ago, I think it was, there was a black man from Atlanta who moved to Colombia and he met a chick over in Colombia and he was buying a business over in Colombia, buying a building and like starting like a barbecue restaurant or something over in Colombia and he was killed and there was speculation that the woman he was dealing with because she was the one facilitating all the business deals because he didn't speak Spanish um, and he literally was paying the people in cash he was filming a lot of this like he was like oh you know talking about how you know, things were kind of shady with the business deal, how he didn't feel comfortable, how they wanted him to come by himself, how they, you know, wanted him to bring all the money. And like they like he was having some problem with the people that he was um, doing the business deal with. And um, ultimately, I don't even know if the business deal had been completed, but someone allegedly rode past on a motorcycle and, you know, um, you know, did away with him and snatched his chain. And people were asking questions like, okay, well, what happened with the money and the business deal? So like, you know, you are still a foreigner in these countries, no matter what. And, you know, you don't know if you can fully trust anybody. You literally are at a disadvantage, especially when you don't speak the language and you are, you know, uh, you stick out like a sore thumb. So, yeah, that like, that's the whole dealing with the locals thing. You don't speak the language. So... If, uh, and I don't know if this brother doesn't speak the language, but you said it's to me. Well, you said he didn't speak the language, right? No, he didn't. He had heard like he, she spoke Spanish. He didn't. Speak right. Spanish. So doing stuff like that to me in, in a country where you don't know anything, it sounds stupid. Um, it's actually an occasion where I, I remember being in the bar and a dude was in there crying and, and drunk as shit. And he was trying to buy a house. And in Thailand, you can't buy a house. Uh, you can lease property. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. I was getting ready to ask you about oh. that, too. You can lease property or you can lease a property and you can build and you can do whatever you want to. And you you may be able to buy a condo. Um, but, you know, in order to like circumnavigate things, you know, he's putting in his girlfriend's name and he did. He spent all this money. Um, uh, I, I think there was problems with it. He spent money there. And then, you know, it was an issue. The girlfriend broke up with him and she moved into that house with his her new boyfriend, which apparently was the same boyfriend she had been having wow. the whole time they were together. Um, he was just asked out. So. To me, it sounds like this dude went down there and was doing deals, and he probably put it in both of their names, mm -hmm. and she had him knocked off for you know a can of soda, and she went and took that property over. 
it's, it's the okie doke prospect. Dudes got to be slick. This is why I say so. These white tricks, when they go down there and they do this sex tourism, they tell you about how to avoid these pitfalls. They tell you how to avoid the nonsense and what to look out for. Passport bros, all prosperity preaching. There's nothing negative. They don't tell you how to avoid this foolishness. And that's and shout out to trade the MBD. Go ahead. <laughs> that's important because like, I mean, like, seriously, there's two sides to, to everything. Like nobody is telling you don't travel, don't go, you know, get, you know, don't go enjoy yourself. Don't go have fun in these countries, but understand that, you know, you need to understand the pitfalls. You need to know what to watch out for. Like you guys literally want to live in the dark as it relates to these places. Y'all are talking all kind of trash in the chat because we're highlighting some of the things that you should be mindful of. Not to say that there aren't some positives. Go have fun. Go, you know, get it in with the locals, but don't be throwing your money in the street like you at a strip club um because we saw an instance of that where the guys are throwing their money you know like one dollar bills all over the street and causing the uh people to kind of go nuts it looks super corny but it's like people kind of get to a place and act like they don't really have any home training and i get the you know the fact of being on vacation but you know guys here well don't nobody do that you know if you do that in america that's different atlanta oh yeah because atlanta is really safe the thing is we know atlanta ain't safe like we know we're not we ain't nobody going on the west end ain't nobody going to the south side in atlanta because you know that atlanta and like late at night or unless you 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 strapped like you know to be careful in atlanta you know that women in atlanta in the strip club is bound to set you up you have to understand that it could happen over there too what's up castro um now we are being joined by um one of our homeboys his channel is castro's world um it's been a long time how you doing triggered all over the world what's going on oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a damn reunion um y'all <laughs> I've been in Facebook groups with Castro for damn near a decade. Um, Castro knew me before I had a baby and everything. <laughs> like, like when I was highly on my feminist, like extra sisterhood. Child, listen. Can't forget that. <laughs> How's everything going? Um, are you still over there now? Uh, everything's good. I'm actually back in the U.S. right now. I plan on taking another trip around August. Um, I like this so much. I got to make sure, you know, all my affairs are in order because I might not come back the second time around. So, uh -oh. okay, I I'll come back for a little bit. But yeah, I'm on my way back out in a few months. Highlight some of the positives that you've had that you've been experiencing over there. Nah, y'all get him to tell that story uh, uh, about the pregnancy. <laughs> we are, but I get to the positive. God damn it! Cash, don't tell us about them hoes over there. Mm. Well, first things first. I do want to say it was an amazing experience out there. I had a lot of fun. I had a good time. I got to see a lot of things. Definitely, it's a it's a big culture shock compared to well when you come from here all the way over there not only from the time change but from just dealing with the people being a black american there it's it's a lot um, but it's not a bad thing i must say i haven't really had any bad experiences there uh for the most part it was good I, it's definitely a place that i would recommend um as far as the women go you y'all gotta know my motto i'm not one of those guys that 
you know, quote unquote, bash women. That that's not that's not really what I do. I call bullshit for what it is, no matter what race, no matter where we are. But overall, for me, with my experience with the women there, I mean, women are just women. You know, like at the end of the day, women mm. are going to use what they have to get what they want. And in my opinion, I don't really think there's anything wrong with that. I just feel like that's naturally how women are. If a woman is beautiful and she knows that she's attractive, she's going to do what she what she has to do to get what she wants. And whether she's in a first world country or a third world country, doesn't necessarily have to be in a malicious way, but that's just how it goes. So, you know, when I went out there, that was kind of the similar experience that I had. Um, Y'all know I stand on my square wherever I go. It doesn't matter if, where I am. It doesn't matter what race you are. That's just me. And when you're able to stand on your square and at the same time have the social skills and soft skills, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're talking to them because people don't realize soft skills and social skills go further than conversation. It's body language, it's vibe, all of that. So they have to rely on those things when they're dealing with men because their vocabulary in English isn't as far as yours. So you have to kind of be chill, you have to be laid back and you have to be able to know how to communicate without using so many words and not put your foot in your mouth. Because even though they don't know that much English, they know enough to know when, you know, you're a lick, when they know, all right, this guy's a sucker, I can get something out of him. Or the contrary, all right, well, you know, this guy knows what he's doing. He's not going to play this game with me. Let me act right. That's really what it boils down to at the end of the day. But you know, you're gonna have women that try you. That that's just life. You know, you're gonna have you're gonna have people that try you, that are gonna see how far they can go, that are gonna try to push the line. But it just depends on how you react and how you respond to those things. That's really all it falls. That's really what it boils down to, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Donnie was telling us a story about a lady that you had dealt with that tried to pin the baby off on you. <laughs> How I should have known. Oh, pregnancy. <laughs> That's why he I should have known. No, um, <laughs> nigga, you hey, listen, we're not we're not up here prosperity preaching. You gotta tell them the evils. No, it's, it's, the it's, evils. It's yeah, no, there's, there's there's no prosperity preaching. Like as far as as far I I'll just tell y'all the story. So I got out there. Um, at the time I was booking the flight, you know, they have a lot of weird things going on out there as far as COVID. So when I booked the flight, there was only one airport I can come in, I can go into. So I had to go in through that airport, came through Phuket International, had the quarantine for seven days, blah, blah, blah. So I got there probably about the third day, met a girl. Um, we were going to hang out that night. So she invited me to like this club out there. It's called Bay Hill. Great club. Anybody that goes to Thailand or goes to Phuket, you have to go to Bay Hill. It's a movie in there every night. So, you know, I'm like, okay, sure. I go there. Um, and, you know, I met up with her. We had a good time. And uh, we, we did our thing. And um, the, the difference between, like, in my opinion, I think the difference between my experience with this girl and other people's experiences with women out there is with other women it's mainly transactional i don't do the transactional thing i don't pay for sex i'm not giving you money to fuck i'm not doing it i don't care where we are 
But you know, if if you if, if, no if, if you are showing that you're some type of asset to me, like when we went out there, right? There was times we went out there. I got better deals on certain things because she was able to speak to the locals and I don't know the language. So she would end up saving me money because yes, you able to talk them into what we need to get it less. To me, that's showing that you're an asset to me. I needed like a SIM card. I had no idea where to get that. She got it for me. No problem. That's an asset to me. So in situations like that, yeah, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to return the love. Feel me? R regardless of how that is. That don't mean I'm giving you money. But like if we out or if we going out, like, all right, we about to go out. Your nails is fucked up. All right, go get those fixed because you're not about to be walking around the street with me with some <laughs> fucked up nails. Or if we go out to eat. Hey, Castro, let me, let me interject. So. So that it, it's not misunderstanding. Please continue with your story after this. But it, it was a deal for him. So she proved herself beneficial. But also understand exactly. that, that a lot of these women, they like, so dudes will go out there and trick and spend money on a chick. At a, they'll take a bar girl out. They'll sleep with her. They told the bar girl already they're going to be there for the next five days, right? So she's scheming on how to get money out of them. So now she's going to go and negotiate a price for you when you want to do these excursions and then take herself along with them. Now, Castro mm -hmm. is a little too smart to go for the okie doke in certain. Well, I don't know about the nail shit, but in, in certain situations. Listen, she, when I step out, you <laughs> gotta look nice with me. You listen, I ain't, go, I, I ain't no bum ass. You don't ass consider that a form of tricking? No like, ass, is that a form of tricking? Because the men in this space feel like any man that's dealing with a woman is tricking. If you buy a woman a cup of coffee, you tricking. Simping, girl. Yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, and like I said, I ain't knocking no other guys, but in my opinion, there's levels to tricking, feel me? I feel like certain levels, in my opinion, are acceptable. Like, I'm not the type of nigga that's going to be like, here, here's $1,000, go spend it however you want. I'm not doing that. But like, like I said, if I'm going out, no matter where I am, whatever country I'm in, when I go out, I'm looking good. I'm I'm doing a damn thing when I step out the crib. So if you're with me and I got you on my arm and you missing like three fucking nails on your hand, <laughs> how that make me look? <laughs> like, people, Sis need like, a whole set. I, I, see, I, see, I, see, I see some, when I deal with women, I see them as, as an accessory. If we are not together, like we're not in a relationship, you are an accessory to me. So if I'm out and an accessory I have on me looks bad, my whole look looks bad. Go get that shit fixed. Like we in another country or I'm in another country. Like my money's super long out here. It only cost me like in American money shit only cost me like $15. You think I'm tripping mm. off that? Go get that shit fixed. So we could go out. We go look good. We have a good time. And you know, it is what it is. And I feel like things like that are incentives. It's not necessarily, oh, he's going to give me money at the end of the night. It's he wants me to look good. He's going to make sure that I don't look bad out here. And I feel like that's acceptable. I feel like it's more acceptable than the whole, hey, I want to fuck with you. I'm going to be here seven days. Here's 5,000 bot, which is like what? Sound like pretty woman. Now, this sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's the nigga tricking. And I'm gonna tell you, he's not a trick, but you know, he 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 has his own standards. He he lived in Vegas, so he does he does different things a different way. Me, I, I go looking like a homeless person. Fuck about 
right? Bitch, I'm going to go see this, this uh, Donnie, island. You know um, what I mean? So, Donnie. Uh, yes. That, yes, that connection is homeless. That connection I, needs a trick. I don't, I don't know what y'all talking about me and we on a family plan. <laughs> we on a family plan. Now, I don't know how you, how dare you. We, we, you, listen, I give you $50 every month. That connection need a sugar daddy, baby. But, but Donnie's right. Like, I do think that sometimes it, it can be like a culture thing. Cause I'm from New York City, feel me? Like, we, we're very big on our appearance and how we look. And like he said, I was in Vegas before I went out to Thailand for like a good four or five years. And while I was in Vegas, I used to work at the night strip, at, well, at the nightclubs and the day clubs on the Vegas strip. I used to do that every weekend. I used to work in the clubs. So, you know, for me, wherever I go, I make sure I look nice. I look presentable because that's where I used to make my money. And even when I went out there, like I've had jobs and clubs offered to me just based off of the fact that I look nice when I go out, I stand out and I make sure everybody around me has a good time. But, you know, if you if I have a girl with me and she's too more concerned about how she looks, like, you know, she walk around with some busted ass nails. She not looking up to par, but I'm looking up to par. It's like, it just, it makes, in my opinion, it just makes you look bad. Now, that's just my opinion. You can't be out with a girl and, you know, she's doing all this shit for you. She's showing you around. She's taking you to the club. She's getting you discounts on shit. And, you know, she got like three fucking nails missing. I, I can't vibe that. I can't. I, I feel you. I mean, I, I do. I, I'm just, I have a question for you though, for both you and Donnie. Sure. So we've been talking about the women and we already know that, you know, the women, they are attracted to African-American men and, you know, they see dollar signs in many instances, but what about the men? Like, especially if you are in some of these countries with a, a Thai woman or a native woman on your arm, like, do you get flack from the men? Is there like hostility towards you from local men? Like what's that experience like? Uh, Well, I don't know about Donnie, but for me, it, it's a bit uncomfortable, I'll admit, but it's not necessarily only from guys. Um, I went on a date while I was out there and we went to this place called the Night Market in Phuket. And it's like a big strip and they sell like a bunch of things, like a bunch of trinkets. They play live music and stuff like that. Um, the part that I was at, I'm convinced I was probably the only black person in that area because at least I didn't see any other black people, no black guys at least. So I, I saw like two, one or two black women, but no black guys. Um, you know, I was, I was with a, I was with a girl, she was Thai, but she wasn't one of those like tan Thai women. She was like really, really light skinned, like almost like Korean kind of light skin. She was bleached. So, well, yeah, she might've been, I don't know. She said she was mixed, but that I don't care either way. Not my business. So, um, you know, we're walking through the, we're walking through the night market. We sit down, um, we have a drink and it's like, every time somebody walks past us like they stare at us and i kind of got used to it at first because people just naturally stare at me out there because there's not a lot of black people out there mm -hmm. at least not black guys and i'm like super tall so i got used to it but it got to the point where she was like why is everyone staring at us and i'm like it's it's probably just me so i don't necessarily think that there's animosity when it comes to guys I think that the culture out there 
as far as well let's just put it in layman's term because technically it's kind of like prostitution it's transactional sex so i consider that prostitution but i believe that that is just entrenched in their in their culture um it's a third world country so i guess for the guys they look at it as they'd rather it be that way and these women get some money out of it as opposed mm. to you know starving because mm. that's how they make their money it's a tourist i country. heard some of these like women a, are like tourist. feeding their families and their boyfriends yeah. but like in brazil i heard that the women sometimes they'll have be in a whole relationship or have a boyfriend a baby daddy or whatever and that's how they take care of their families I heard a lot exactly. about that in Thailand. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't knock it. That, and that's why I said, like, I don't necessarily knock how they live as far as transactional and stuff like that. I just know it's not for me. And I know that if a girl really, if a woman really wants to mess with you, all that money shit means nothing. It means nothing. If a woman really likes you and she's vibing with you and she want to fuck with you, you don't have to put money in her hand to get what you want so and i believe that's for all women no matter what country you go to that's that's just how women are but at the same time like i mentioned in the beginning like women are going to use what they have to get what they want if that's femininity sexuality they're going to use their assets to get what they want and there's nothing wrong with that but you know you still have to stand on your square as a man and if that's not something you're with then you have to stand on that. Got you. Um, shout out to Marquise912. He says, American women do the least to get the most. Foreign women do the most to get the least. I'll take the latter. I decided to get back with my ex-wife. Why did that make me think of top-notch hoes? <laughs> get the much, not the less. <laughs> like, is he, is he rhyming or like, what What was that supposed to mean? Like, you know, we was talking about how come he didn't get with the six-foot model from oh, Russia who was falling at his feet. Um, oh, yeah. But also, I want to send a big shout out to KD. KD, thank you so, yes. so much for the cash thank app. You, we KD. really appreciate you. Absolutely. Um. Okay, I do want to get you back to this story. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, we ain't forget. About that. <laughs> By the way, right, so. I, I, just, I just really wanted to add in. Just, just for me, um, I'd have smacked that girl in the ass. I don't know how you didn't. <laughs> I'd have done it in front of everybody and pissed him off. The Thai chick you was walking to, so she was a, so she was a bleach. She was a light skinned Thai, and they were staring at you. Yeah, she didn't really have no ass for all that, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, you know, just just to make a point, like uh, nigga dick, nigga dick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, back back to the story. So, I'm I'm kicking it with this girl. I'll be honest, I probably kicked with her, kicked it with her for majority of my trip, cause you know, like I would love to be one of those guys that just, well, I ain't gonna lie, I smashed a couple of them. But I would love to be one of those guys that, you know, just smash a different girl every day. But that's just really not me. I try to be that way sometimes, but it's, it's just not me. I'm not wired that way. So, you know, we we hung out for like a good while while I was there. Like whenever we whenever I would go to like the club or whatever, she'd probably come with me. Um, you know, I'd just go by, hang out with her, chill with her, shit like that. So one day, I don't remember what happened, but... um. I think, yeah, that's what happened. So one day, 
we I saw her and then the next day like she just wasn't answering and shit. So I'm like, all right, cool, no problem. I ain't tripping. Couple days go by, and she texts me like, hey, my period didn't happen. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, are you pregnant? She's like, I don't know, but it hasn't come yet. So I'm like, uh, damn, okay, no problem. But I ain't really, I ain't really too, I ain't really tripping too hard. I ain't go front. My heart skipped for like a good second or two. But you know, <laughs> I'm real calm and collective. Feel me? Like it's gonna be what it's gonna be, and I'm gonna figure it out. So I call my trusted confidant here, Donnie, and I'm like, yo, listen, <laughs> this just happened, yo. What the what the fuck is up? What am I supposed to do? And um, he was like, yo, bring, go get a pregnancy test, spring that shit on us, see what she do. So, you know, I'm like, all right, yo, I'm about to come over. We're going to talk about this, blah, blah, blah. Come over to our house. She about to get in the shower. I pull the shit out the bag. Yo, take this. Oh, I'm going to take it in the morning. Nah, take it right now. Take it. Took it, came back, not pregnant. Cool. Next day, come around, right? Next day, come around. I go by her crib. Mm-hmm. I walk in the room, I look at her bed, there's a there's a used condom on the side of her bed. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow. Hell no. Wow. I was like, that don't, that don't look like no condom I use. So I look at her and I'm like, yo, what is that on the side of your bed? Wow. And you know, y- 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 y'all ladies know how y'all get when y'all get caught. Uh-uh. The, uh, 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 we ain't got nothing to do with Listen, nothing. Y'all know how that get. Y'all know how that get. So I asked her, I'm like, what's that on the side of your bed? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, you don't see, that looks like a used condom. You don't see that on the side of your bed? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. My friend used my room last <laughs> night. And I'm like, which friend? I'm like, which friend used your room? My friend next door. Why your friend didn't use her room? She had somebody in her room and somebody else came over. So she smashed the guy in her in her friend's room and then smashed the guy in her room. So her friend smashed two people at the same night, used the girl's room and then mm. used her room. Mm. So I'm like, so I'm going to repeat it just to make sure that I'm on the same page as you. You telling me you went out last night. Your friend had a guy in her room. Another guy came over and your friend used your room to smash that guy, then went back to her room and smashed another guy. That's what you're telling me. Yes. Do you not believe me? I'm like, if I told you that story, would you believe me? No, I understand why you think that. Okay, then. So, like, just be honest. Because here's my thing, right? Like, I'm not trying to wipe this girl. Feel me? I'm not I'm not out here looking for a wife. I came out to Thailand because I wanted to travel. Like, I turned 30 this year. My One of my things on my checklist was I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world more. I got tired of being where I was. So I didn't come out to Thailand with the thought process of I'm going to go find a wife or I'm going to be out here just fucking women. Like, all that, all that that comes to that, that's just a plus. That's just a ter- that's just a cherry on top. But that's not what I'm out here looking for. So, you know, when situations happen like that, I didn't really take it to heart because it's like, if you out here fucking somebody else, I mean, that's cool. Do your thing. At least you're using protection. You're using a condom. You ain't fucking them raw. 
So do your thing. But like she tried to lie about it and gave me some bullshit story. And that's why I said like women are going to try you in different ways. Granted, not all women are going to try you in that way. I feel like that's a bit brazen. She probably slipped up. Shorty was sloppy. That's really what that falls down sloppy to. Sloppy as day. heck. You can't put that on all women. She, she, that sound like tied out behavior. But nah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like in this situation, I don't think all women would be as sloppy as that. But I do think, again, women are going to do what's in their best interest. She went out less hypothetically, because I don't know if this is a story or not. Hypothetically, she went out last night. Dude said, yo, I'll give you this, that, and the third to smash tonight. Who am I to tell her, no, you can't do that? I'm not your man. Do your thing. Right. Feel me? And she just wasn't expecting me to maybe me to come over and see that. And she had to come up with a story and a scenario off the top of her head to kind of not look as bad as she looked that day. So that's why I said, like, some guys would have accepted that. Some guys would have been like, oh, okay, and accepted the story and kept it moving. But me, I'm like, no, I, I don't, I don't, that doesn't make no sense to me. So, you know, I left after that. Cause, and I, I didn't leave because I was mad. It's just the fact that you lied. Like, if you'd have kept it a buck with me, like, yeah, I had somebody over last night. I'm like, all right, cool. That's how you moving? Cool, no problem. But it's the lies that I didn't like. And then I thought about the pregnancy test, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised you went back after that. I told his ass not to, but you know. She Man, must have had that that, that tie water over there. Let me tell you something. Oh, listen, I ain't gonna she was hold doing some tricks. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Shorty put it on me. I ain't gonna hold y'all. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I do that. Once I got that negative test, once I got that negative test, I'm like, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Next day, I'm back. I don't count it. Just make sure. I understand now, we had like out. a 20 minute conversation. Well, I was Keep like, nigga, don't go back over there. Did you learn your lesson? Yeah, I learned my lesson. I'm done. She was back over there a day later. After the condom, though, did you go back? Keep it a book. No, no, no. After the condom, nah. We ain't really have nothing to talk about because she lied. Feel me? Like, I can't, like, if she would have been honest with me, I might have came back. Only because it's like, shorty, do your thing. I'm not your man. Do your thing. I don't really care. But it's like, you lied. So you're lying to me, you can possibly put me in a bad situation. Because what if you selling me the same dream or you trying to sell me the same dream that you selling the next guy? Now I'm at your crib, another guy pops up, and now we got a different situation on our hands. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't come out here for that type of drama. So, like I said, I respect whatever lifestyle they live out there. Listen, do your thing. A Wait a minute. Party. Was you hitting it raw? He had a pregnancy scare. What you think? I mean, come on. Condoms hey, burst. Damn, Castro. I'll admit. I'll admit. I probably hit it raw a couple times. You gotta understand. Man, you gotta understand. They don't, they don't have magnums out there. Feel me? We have all been fall, falling before the trick guy. They don't need magnums. Their population. They got <laughs> Listen, they they got them little tight ass condoms. Even after, even after, like, cause after that happened, after the pregnancy shit happened. Of course, I went and got tested, all that good stuff, because, you know, I don't play with my health. But after that, I went and got condoms. I'm like, all right, let me go get some. Play it safe. Them shits is tight as hell, bro. I can't fucking know. Them shits is mad tight. So, <laughs> I can't deal. So at the end of the day, so at 
So it's at the end of the day, it's like, bro, you gotta pick your poison out there. So thankfully, like I said, I bet it well. Did I dodge something? Probably did. Feel me? I probably dodged a couple things out there. But that's just life. That's how I see it. That's just just life. But um, after that, nah, I didn't really, I didn't really fuck with her like that after that. Cause like I said, I can't, I can't fuck with somebody that lies. Like I don't like liars. I don't lie to people. I keep it a buck. So I don't want to be lied to, especially since you know I ain't gonna even be here that long. It ain't like I'm about to propose to you. So what's the point in lying? Feel me? Well, I do want concrete. Do you have any more questions? Cause I do want to open it up just for a quick second. Um, I do have um, more of a comment. Well, cause I saw someone on here say that um, they were talking about, oh, that black women go overseas to sell a little something, something. I do want to say that this like that, quote unquote, sex tourism is not specific to black men. I know of black women who admit that, yeah, they go on vacation and, you know, get their, uh, you know, get get down with the locals. Um, you know, I've heard black women admit to that. They're open about it. In addition, I am telling you, there is an influx of black women going to African countries and finding husbands. There are Facebook groups, thousands of people deep that will connect you with a man in, a, in an African country. And literally you can find a husband. Some of these women, like most of them are older, middle-aged women. Some of them barely have teeth in their mouth. They're big, overweight, like women that probably wouldn't be able to find a husband easily here in the States. And these women are traveling to different parts, like Nigeria, like Ghana, Kenya, like these women are traveling to Africa and finding husbands. But also aside from that, young black women do go on vacation and, you know, get down with the locals. Absolutely. Um, well, fellas, I'm definitely not going to hold you up this was a really really great interview um i did drop the link in the chat in case anybody wanted to come up and ask the um, brothers any questions but um castro uh tell us about what your channel will be about uh so my channel is pretty much it's gonna be about traveling um i kind of i enjoy going out i love nature uh one of the very first episodes i have is about a uh, trip that I did in Nevada, actually. So initially, I'm, and I'm sure you remember, Daniel, when I initially started doing the whole Castro's World thing, it was really more so about gossip, gossip stuff in the group, things mm -hmm. that were going on, drama, arguing and shit like that. Um, I'm getting older, so I'm trying to kind of steer away from that. Granted, I understand I'll probably never be able to 100% get away from that because that's just been imprinted in me when it comes to the internet. And that's cool. But um, I want the page to kind of be a bit more positive. Um, I, I want to kind of encourage traveling because one thing that I noticed when I took this trip, there wasn't a lot of guys that were, or people in general, not even just guys, I think just people in general from family to friends. When I told them I was going on this trip, most people thought I was crazy, especially since I was going by myself. Yeah. And you know, we get worried. Oh yeah. If I had my grandma talking about the Taliban is going to kidnap me, all types of, all types of crazy <laughs> shit. So, you know, I want to kind of break that stigma that 
that it's it's that we shouldn't be traveling and we shouldn't be going to places and seeing other places besides like the Caribbean and South America. And I want to destroy the stigma that we're only going there just for sex. Granted, like I said, there's just a cherry on top. If you're a black American man, like women are going to naturally gravitate to you. How how your interaction is with them totally falls on you. If you are socially awkward in the U.S., you will be socially awkward in Thailand. You will get the same results. Only difference is pussy is cheaper out there than it is out here. That's really? Yeah. Wow. It's cheap as fuck. It's embarrassingly cheap. And that's one thing. And that's one thing that I that I noticed with a lot of and and it's no shade to them. But that's one thing that I noticed with a lot of the um, YouTube pages that encourages that encourage our brothers to travel. Like it, this isn't something that once you get to another country, women are just gonna want to jump on you and be submissive right. for free just because you're a black man. It it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, you have to it's... work on yourself before you go Absolutely. to these places. Your confidence. You, you cannot go out. Oh yeah, you you can't go out there socially awkward. Um, being abrasive, you, you can't go out there with that type of mindset or attitude and expect different results because all you're going to get is, is transactional interactions, whether that be sex, whether that be, oh, she's cooking for me and taking care of me. He's You see that and the dude is, is socially awkward. He's paying for that type of service. Mm. So I want to... I just want to break that 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 stigma that we have in our community that when you go to these places it's it's because you want to go and just fuck women and find mm-hmm. a wife. Get out there and travel, see the world. There's so much I shit agree. out there besides the United States. There's no reason you should only be going to another country for women and sex. There's no way. So that's that's mainly yeah. what my page is going to be about. I think that that's interesting. Um, Definitely going to make for some interesting content. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I just wanted to say something two seconds regarding the comment that Danny highlighted when you first started speaking. Uh, Yeah, some of the women are getting played. Uh, There are stories that women are saying that some of these men played them. There was one woman who said she married a man who was supposed to be a Nigerian king or no, a Nigerian prince of a small village. (laughs) And um, his whole village was in on it. Like they had a wedding. She showed video, pictures, everything. Wow. Come to find out he was a scammer. So yeah, some of these women are getting scammed. And some. And I saw another one where one said that she got scammed for almost twenty thousand uh, dollars that she was sending, like in between trips and tickets and stuff. He said he would pay her back for. So yeah, some of them are getting scammed. Mm-hmm. I have a godmother, her whole family. Uh, so the whole family came out for her wedding. She married a dude from Lagos. Married him. He was cool. I was like, okay, he cool. This is going to work out. Um, he had a whole nother wife in in Lagos. And he was, uh, he had a different cell phone where he had international conversations with her. And he was consistently going back to Lagos the entirety of their marriage, which was, which was about three years, which was long enough for him to get That's his, uh, his green card. So she ended up finding out that he had another wife because he never brought it in Nigeria. She started doing some digging. Um, he only wanted his passport. It, 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 it happens a lot more than you think it does uh, with women. It's just never really talked about. It happens with dudes because of something Uh-oh. to laugh about. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> didn't, didn't think that was going to be a, a thing. Who? Uh, it's an interesting narr- narrative. I want to ask uh, Castro, where, where are you, you're from Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn, New York. 
Uh, you sound very familiar to somebody I knew back in the day. That's interesting. Um, how how long you been in uh Thailand? Uh, I went to Thailand. I was there for about two months. Okay, cool. How um uh, in terms of the language, how were you adept in understanding the language? Uh, as far as the language goes, uh, I'll admit it's definitely a barrier. And that's another thing. I actually did a video today. Uh, if you guys check out my YouTube channel, I'll probably put it in the comments. Drop the um, drop oh, it in right. our back chat. Drop the link in our back chat, and I'm gonna have uh, our mods drop it in the comments so you can go, so they can go subscribe and um, check you out. Got you, got you. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things. I mean, when you're close to the inner cities and stuff like that, because keep in mind, like majority of Thailand, at least the places you're going to go are going to be like tourist centered because that's really where most of their income is from. It's from tourists. So you'll get to places that speak basic English. But one thing that I would recommend is try to keep the conversation short and the sentences even shorter. The longer your sentences are, the higher the chance they are going to get confused because they speak basic English, but it, it doesn't go as far as, you know, that it would here. So the language thing was definitely a barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The language, the language part is definitely a barrier. But um, some of the things that I use, I use Google Translate, help me big time. You can, you can like scan uh, words. You can have conversation through the app as well. Um, but yeah, you're going to run into that. I feel like that's just given whatever country you go to. Do you feel like you experienced any racism? It's no. there. Um, I mean, granted, I'm sure it's there. I just, I personally just didn't experience it. Maybe I just wasn't really paying attention to it. Um, but I, I can, I can be honest. I don't think I've ran into a situation where I felt like somebody was treating me negatively because I was black. No, good stuff. Okay, it, it's there. The, the The difference is is uh, they they try to center it towards really a mainly a center group, like which is Africans, because there's Nigerians there. Um, so, a uh, prime example, if yeah, you ever go like to if you go to Kalsan Road, they're a, yeah, they're, they're, not it's not a thing. There's Nigerian prostitutes there, right? So there, there's a Nigerian element there of, of like scammers and people doing stuff, trying to immigrate. So they'd be trying to give them the bent, the like. So when they talk to you, they'll figure it out real quick, uh, quickly, and they'll treat you differently. But you don't know upon first sight. Mm. I okay. mean, I don't know though, because because to be honest, like when I when I had got there, I heard that a lot. Like a lot of the women, they'll. They'll say like they're not they don't really like Africans for whatever reason. I never dug into that. But you can tell the difference between an African and an African American. Yeah, just look like, at the teeth. We yeah. can. We can, but you gotta understand yeah, I, that when you I talk can. to these motherfuckers, no, they, they be too. looking Yeah, but like not all of them really can. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta can, Castro, let me ask uh, Castro, let me ask you a question. How many countries you've been to? Um, right now, that's probably just the first country that I've been to. Um, that's I it? stopped and had a. I said, right now, Thailand is the first of the countries that I've been to. Um, I actually was planning on going back, 
but I'm considering maybe going to a different country this time. I haven't made a decision yet, but um Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh Thailand no. Well, I yeah, I I go to Thailand regularly just like um the other dude mentioned Khao San Road. I get my suits made at Khao San Road because it's only like nice. $200 a suit rather than have it done here. So I basically stay in Soy Saladong um in basically the middle of Bangkok when I go there. But uh, for the most part, I've been all around. I've been to China, uh, Thailand, South Korea, Japan, um, Dominican Republic, so on and so on. Even Africa, Seychelles, Africa. In fact, I'm getting ready to go to Maldives uh, after another trip to Dubai because I go over there regularly, right? Now, as far as because as far as this conversation goes with the women, here's the thing: when it comes to Thai women, I don't like their language at all because it's so hard just to say thank you that I, I it's think the hardest language. It's the hardest I hate language. the way their language sounds. I don't like the way it sounds. Even though how I'm do you say thank you? Um, mean how? It's no, it's oh hum cop or something. How do you say wait 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 how, um let me think let me think you you say oh hum cop or something? Oh hum cop. No 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 let Castro do it. Castro how do you say that shit? Bro, I would. I have no clue. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, All right, I'll tell you like this. I was in Thailand for multiple times, and I still can't say thank you properly. It sounds ridiculous. I don't. Like it. Um, but I'll tell you. <laughs> I what, up, better place. My hands together. I'll, I'll say it like this: the better place, the better place is to, uh, Philippines, because everybody pretty much speaks English, or at least they have some level of English. And um, the, I think most people go to Thailand because they like the women better because the women tend to be taller and lighter skinned. Philippines, they tend to be like a little bit shorter and they're like darker skin in some places. Who's got it. the thickest? The thickest uh, one, Cambodian. I'll say it like this. No, no, no. Well, I'll say it like this. Filipinas are thicker. It's just that Thai women are healthier. Like, like they got, yeah. they have more body. They got Filipi- more bone. Filipino, Filipino women look like, are like the black uh, Asians. You, you, yeah, no. women, you know what Filipino women, they look like Guatemalans. They're short, dark really? skin. They're like Guatemalans. They're, they're not quite tall enough to be Mexican. But the thing about it is it's easier to deal with them because they speak English and it's easier to get around the country because they mostly speak English. Even when they talk um, Tagalog, it's broken Tagalog. Like they speak Got a lot it. of English. So my thing is on this conversation about the women, Oh yeah, Kit Clouds asked a very good question. It's like, why get get a dude who travels regularly? Big anyway. truck, because we already interviewed you. Uh, I Remember? Know, I know, I know, but Johnny you know, does. Super you Bob said you should so, do it again. So you, you, you so I noticed <laughs> oh, you, you oh, talked no, no, to Cherry, right? Sorry. Bomb Cherry yeah. said you should do more with me. Bomb so Cherry, you you right? don't make me I do it. Quite often. <laughs> So I, I, I'm very versed in Southeast Asia. Like I said, I've worked in bars in Cambodia. I've been, I, I've spoke with the Khmer. I've been to time. I've been all over the place. So and I'm big truck, all you basically family. done is trick over there. So you know, I oh, wanted to get a. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do you realize, okay. me, Sister Joy, do you realize that I own condos in my business name and we rent them out to tourists? Do you understand that? Um, big truck, I, I I I didn't mean anything by it, darling. No, I, know, I, I was I, just I, fucking I know. around. You know, you know, you know, you know, I know what it is. So, That's oh, right. I don't. Yeah. I don't want no problem. Oh, uh, Sister George, just say uh, hello. Is is Sawad? Is Sawadi? Sawadi. Sawadi. Sawadi ka. Uh, yeah, it's that ka part. I can't do. Like the the thank you. I hate that. I don't like the way it sounds. 
I thought it was Captain Ka. Yeah, you're probably yeah, Captain Ka. I can't say it properly. Like uh, I, 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 I don't bother most of the time because you can just say thank you and get away with it. And, exactly. And, and typically, when I've learned from traveling, I, I go with the derelicts. So I go with like the cool ass. So like I go into the city, I find a young dude who's a tuck tuck driver. I give him a couple extra dollars, and then he shows me all the shit. And usually, where I go, everybody speaks English because they want to. Pretty either much, yeah. better their English or try to, to push English. So yes. that's why I like Cambodia. Cambodia has U.S. dollars. For people who don't know, um, Cambodia is what Thailand was, you know, 10, 20 years ago. It, it's a fresher aspect. It's not as, um, they don't know what they are yet, right? So they have the the U.S. dollars there. You can go and get street food for a dollar, 50 cents. Yeah. Um, you can go get 50 cent beers, a dollar beers. It, it's a beautiful thing. And it's all in U.S. dollars. So this is why I travel these countries because I partied in all these countries and, and it, like it, it's nothing like going to an island and doing whatever the fuck you want to during the full moon party and losing your mind and then going back to the hostel that you got and knocking down some some you know something nice well, well, you know what the thing is. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Big Truck. Um, I did post Castro's link in the chat, so please go and subscribe to Castro. Please go and subscribe. There is his link in the chat. Uh, moderators, will you please repost his link? Um, thank you. Go ahead, Big Truck. And then we're going to, uh, matter of fact, start giving me your final thoughts because Concrete well, and I got something else going. 37 minutes. Yeah, we got something else we to got, do. Yeah. What, like, we'll what? Back with a different topic. Like Big another truck. show. We trying to get this money. Y'all tricking on y'all tricking on them damn uh Southeast Asian women and 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 y'all barely send us a super chat. We got to work. Shit. But what? No. But you know what? I'll say this: the thing of the thing that that people don't seem to understand is that dating in those other countries as an American is exactly what dating here should be. Like when you go somewhere, like when we go over, you got to understand the average. Filipino, the average Filipino only makes less than $10,000 per year. Now, yeah, there are a couple of millionaires, but the average Filipino man makes less than $10,000 per year. Most of these dudes in the chat make more than forty dollars or $50,000 per year. And when somebody like, you know, any of us go over there who's making more than $100,000 or $200,000 a year, we're basically Jeff Bezos when we come over there. So when you go out, you can afford anything you want. Like imagine you you walk into a store, you walk into a restaurant. There's nothing that they have that you can't buy. And it's not even going to cost you really that much. So you're priced out of the market. When you go over there, that's the reason why you get to dominate their women, their economy, and just about everything else. You, I mean, you can rent out yeah. hotels they can't afford. You can that, go I mean, to their true. tourist spots they can't afford. So when those women hook up with you and you take them on one date, like forget this Kevin Samuels nonsense about after three dates she should be ready to put out. Nah, you take these chicks out on one date, and then and then and they're busting it open for you. So my all right, is, thank you so much, Big Truck. So my my bottom line is every black man, instead of being locked into this horrible American post-slavery border, all of you, your mama black, get the women. You need to travel just to see what else is out there and That's explain right. Go your Because once you see what's out there, just like you keep at, you know what's funny? We, no, no, big truck. Oh, we no, don't no, know no, what's funny. Uh-uh. Cuz, uh, you've been talking for like five minutes no, and we okay, gotta I'm, go. I'm gonna close that real quick. But what's funny is everybody keeps trying to focus on the negatives and the women trying to drug you and the women trying to rape you, this, that, and other. Uh, All I'm saying is 
that the thing about it is what nobody seems to want to focus is on the fact that every black man who seems to go to one of these countries keeps saying the exact same thing. They say, I haven't experienced racism and the dating scene is better. So my thing is, instead of trying to tell people that it's fucking encourage them to go. All, all right. Very much. Thank you, Big Truck. I mean, I don't necessarily think it's better. I think I think you get the results you get based on who you are. Like, I, I, I'm with you as far as the economy aspect of it. But like I mentioned, I, I think women are just women. So Sweet. I feel like if you aren't socially inept here where women speak fluent English and you have a better chance of communicating with them in America, you probably won't do as well in another country. And yeah, you may be able to have sex with these women, but it's all transactional. Once you stop doing for these women, it, they're not going to want to mess with you the same way they would if you had the means that you had previously. So that's my whole thing. It's like, you, you got to work on yourself. And if you're having a hard time in America and you haven't worked on your social skills, you're going to have an even harder time out there. So I think if we all just focus on bettering ourselves and sure, if you want to travel and find a wife somewhere else, that's cool. But I don't really think it all falls on the women I think it's I think it's really us sometimes as well. And we just got to make sure we're up to par when we go to these other countries and not think we're just going to have some type of cakewalk because we're here and we're American and we make all so, this money compared so, to everybody else. So, so do you believe that? Uh, 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 no, 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 darling. <laughs> what are your final thoughts? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Uh. <laughs> All right, bad, thank you for having me up. That's all I say. I, I saw the red meat and I was about to go in, but thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm so Yo, sorry. You, this you was short. Y'all really bro. wanted this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> We're going to have to definitely do a part two with you guys um, because this was a really good interview. Definitely gave some insight. And, you know, this is the thing. I feel like these are two of my brothers from a long, long time. They don't, they definitely won't sugarcoat it. Um, and they'll keep it a buck, positive or negative. And I feel like I actually got an overall better view um, of different places that they've traveled to versus um, the peace and prosperity people because you guys did outline the good the bad and and some of the ugly and so i definitely appreciate that um we're definitely gonna have to set up a part two shout out to l nixon voice of reason he says they be laughing at the passport bros but what do you think they do on girls trips and some of them are in relationships <laughs> oh uh oh <laughs> I, I, can I drop my final statement and I'm, yes. I'm going to answer that so what they do on girl trips is they give up free pussy oh. charge. so oh. so that, that is a different dynamic right and then in addition to that um, we're going to continue this conversation over at Kev the habitual line stepper brother outstanding um, black men being brutally honest I'm going to jump over there I'm going to uh, coax Ant to get on because he ain't got shit else to do tonight um, but ultimately, what I heard from um, who, who was the name? Big Truck. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was Big Truck. Yeah, big, big. All I heard from Big Truck was, uh, "You got thirty thousand. You make more than niggas. Go over there like you Diddy. Go over there like a pigeon. And he told me should get iodine poisoning. These hoes gonna love you. Um, and, and that's ultimately. What, yeah, I mean, because it's it's like going to the strip club in another country. 
if I didn't explain uh-huh. it before, when you walk down uh, Bangla Road, uh, Patong Beach, when you go into Patong Beach, you walk down Bangla, it's a whole bunch of uh, spots on the left and the right. All these women are trying to pull you in. It's a big ass strip club. Right. So you can go out there and spend one hundred and forty five dollars in the club, get a bottle, get some hook, get a VIP. You can't do that here in America. You know what I mean, you go to Vegas, that's five thousand dollars. Uh, yeah. You go to a club uh, in your city, it's a thousand plus. So people will come and trick in these countries or are ball in these countries. And then you try to marry a trick and then bring her home. You look like Booby the Fool because she gonna think she's coming home to some brilliant shit and you work in a call center. You're an Uber driver. Oh, you do some regular Uh-oh. nigga shit, and it's not enough like to afford the lifestyle that she was living in Cambodia, Thailand, Brazil, X, Y, Z. Now she's looking at you funny when you try to uh, when you try to say, "Hey, listen, we're going to Coles. What is these Coles? I don't know these." Uh, <laughs> Where's the Gucci? 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 Listen, when you try to take her to Aldi and give her thirty dollars to do the grocery shopping for the week, she ain't gonna be happy. Oh, listen. Right. So dudes don't want to acknowledge that and they had this conversation. I'm very well uh, versed on this conversation. I've very well traveled. I know this big truck uh, hopped on Ant. He's been to one country. I've been to multiple. I'm like, I'm at like 108. We can have this conversation all day. So oh, black man being brutally honest. Well, I, I mean, that's what I felt like because he was like, you haven't really been nowhere. No, no, no. I've been places. Let, let's have this conversation. So black men being brutally honest. We're going to have the after show over there. Uh, y'all y'all ladies know you're welcome, but you got shit to do. You got some money to make. I you appreciate y'all. Know. I thank you. You are my favorite pick-me's on the internet space. Oh. And so by all means, we can have a part two. Thank you, Castro. I really appreciate you. And congratulations on your new channel. Um, definitely looking forward to having more discussions with you guys. I really enjoyed this. Definitely. Thank you both. Yes, we let me know. That. I'm here. Okay, we'll do. Um, well, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, stay part two for this double header. Um, we will be discussing Nicki Minaj and <laughs> the respect for black women. Like, what's up? So um, oh get God. ready. We're coming right back and we'll see you guys on the next one. We're out.